Hey, all you salty peeps out there. This week is a little bit different. In order to give Kirsten and myself a small break, we have taken an episode that we had recorded before we actually started publishing. So this week, you'll get to hear a little bit older recording, but still absolutely fantastic. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Salty Crackers. This is Kirsten. And this is Summer. Salty Sisters. I feel like I still have my speech impediment and I a lot. Well, you know, salty crackers. Well, I, my S is a lot more than other people. And I don't think I'll ever be completely rid of that speech impediment. I didn't know you had it. You didn't know I had one? No. You didn't know that when I was a kid, I had to take uh, speech classes. No, I had no clue. Are you serious? Dead serious. We lived in uh, Lovelock. Yes, and how old was I in Lovelock? I don't know. You started kindergarten there. Yeah. Yeah, I had to take classes and and work on it. You don't remember when I was a kid? It was real bad. Really? Really? That was one of those things that, uh, you know, when we went to visit the family in Vegas, Katrina would never just let it be fun. She had to be a teacher and give me spelling tests and stick toothpicks in my mouth and make me try to say S all the time and (laughs) teach me to ride a bicycle between two stilts. She was just a pain in the butt. I love her to pieces, but when we were younger, she was a pain. It's like she was like always going to be a teacher. She just couldn't help herself. Right. (laughs) Was my problem then. Oh, bad attitude and a dartboard. (laughs) (laughs) gosh you know and hearing her side of the story as an adult I'm just like oh yeah I can see where you were coming from but please understand you were a bossy little kid and I was pissed what is her side of the story she was afraid I was gonna hurt myself because I was at a dartboard yeah because I was playing with darts and I was little well she didn't take in the consideration is that I had a temper. She said, give me the darts back. I gave them to her. No, that's not the way I remember it. Mm-hmm. I was across the garage. She said, give me the darts. And I threw it at her. Even in the garage. Do you remember that <clears throat> outbuilding they had in their backyard? Yeah. And that was like another garage, wasn't it? No, it was an outbuilding. Okay. Like sorry. Staples and stuff there. Um, oh, I just remember a motorcycle being in there. Right. So, and they had that kind of as their game room. I believe they had a pool table in there. Oh, I don't know. But, um, yeah, you were mad. And for whatever reason, and you were, well, probably. And that was her. Yeah. But (laughs) I think she just wanted to control you. I don't know, but you were throwing darts, you know, you weren't like jabbing yourself on the arm or trying to poke your eye out or anything. You were throwing darts. That's all. There was no danger at all. I never perceived any danger. And I was standing right there. And she got boxy or whatever. And she, I don't know what she was doing or saying, but I remember she walked in front of you and you threw the dart. Where did it stick her? Somewhere in the head, like her ear or. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Or <laughs> it was like, you know, that little pokey out thing that like from your head into the inner part of the ear. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was here, but you know, we were so young. So a lot of my memories, like I have the memory, and I don't know how much of it was like that's what actually happened. Or I don't remember her walking. I remember her being on the other side, and she was telling me to give her the dart. So I threw it at her to give it to her. I think she walked in between you and the dartboard, like you were that child. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this summer, but uh, you're a little headstrong. No. no. Oh, yeah. No. I don't know if you've ever met you before, but <laughs> let me introduce you. Um, a little bit headstrong. And I think she walked in between you and the dartboard. I mean, like, we were young. I don't even remember how little we were. So yeah. these memories are kind of like, eh, what really happened? I don't know. I don't really know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, stuck that dart right in her freaking head. Yeah. I remember, like, throwing it. Like I said, I remember there being a big distance and she was just sitting a little bit further away. 
And she said, give me the darts. And so I threw it at her and it hit her. I'm like, oh, crap. Now I'm in trouble. Well, what was your immediate <laughs> thought? Was that it? Oh, I'm in trouble? Yeah. Huh. She's fine. But crap, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, she didn't lose an eye. No. It was just stuck in her ear. I was ahead of the times and I was giving her a real cool piercing. That, that's exactly it. I was just going to say, you know, you probably just paved the way for the piercing she got later on in life if she ever got one there. Yeah, I don't know. exactly. And if she didn't, I mean, come on, how many of us get piercings and then take them out and then we have a little scar left? So yeah, nobody knows. Well, right. It was little. Right. <laughs> but like I said, I remember how I felt and then hearing her as an adult tell the story. It was just like, Okay, you know, I, I I guess I can see where she's coming from. But you have to remember, she was the youngest, and here I am four years younger. So she thought she was being responsible. The youngest of and I her family, her siblings. Yeah. There were three of them. There were five of us, and you were the youngest of five. But she didn't realize that at my age, even though it was a young, tender age of four years younger than whatever she was, mm -hmm. right. that... I knew how to handle sharp objects. And you knew how to defend yourself with four older siblings. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> yeah. Those siblings will teach you a lot. I'm just telling you. Right. You know that first fight, I, the first official fight I ever got in? I didn't know I knew how to fight until it was so easy. Like, and it was so <laughs> easy. I was, I was confused. Were you there for that one? <coughs> I think no, no, that's no. in the house, but I, I think by the time I ran outside, you were done. You were probably home, but I remember that was my freshman year in high school. You're like two years behind me in school. Yeah. And uh, that was at the bus stop, right? Yeah. Right yeah. at the corner of my house. Yeah. And, you know, this had been coming for at least a year. I knew it. Uh, she was a year or two older than me and it really we had been friends and this was concerning her sister who was my age and we had been friends and um her sister and i we'll just call her brandy we were having a dispute or something on the phone and we'll say her name is stephanie got on the phone and <clears throat> was all like getting into it with me and i uh, f off or something i don't know but then that caused a problem. And I knew she'd shown up at the intermediate school at one point. And I knew all summer that it was coming and I expected it. Um, then when I signed up for my classes with high school, I deliberately signed up for weight training because I knew this fight was coming. Okay. And so I had been working out for months as one of my classes. And then um, I was hanging out with some friends of mine in her group and she came over and told me I had to leave. And I told her she couldn't tell me to leave. She met me at the bus stop and I knew she was going to, it was all over the school. Mm -hmm. Seemed like half the school was there. We were both wearing white pants. Um, I was wearing sandals. She probably was too, but it was right next to our house in our yard. So I chucked my, my sandals, my bag over the fence and then walked across the street. And it, I don't remember if you remember, it was muddy. And, yeah. uh, like half the schools congregated there and those apartments grandma ended up living in. Yeah. And she and I went at it and like, I was shaken. I usually shake before a fight. Cause always in my mind, I'm like, yep, they could beat me. Never was I like, oh, I got this one, Whoa. but um, it was yeah. so easy. And I had her down on the ground. I'm sitting on top of her and I'm like, I had my hands up and I'm like looking into the crowd going, ah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and Casey was like, Poncher, Kirsten, Poncher. But she was like face down. So and I, even at that point, that was my first official fight. You, you don't hit people in the back of the head. And that's probably because when we fought as siblings, yeah. you just didn't want to do serious damage. Right? Right. Hurt them, but not damage them. And so, yeah, siblings teach you a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that I know she got you in the eye. Oh, that, that was her first punch. Yeah. And then we I, gotta go get our pictures taken. So you oh, had yeah. a beautiful little bruise kind of showing for your pictures. But I had a big smile because I had won the fight. <laughs> My mom was out there cheering you on. I know. 
that's know. what I remember. Is was it Aaron or Neil coming running in the house? Yeah. Well, uh, Neil had been there at the fight, and uh, he saw Mom come out of the door, and he ran, jumped the fence, and was like, "Mom, Mom, it's okay, it's okay, it's Kirsten, yes, but she's she's doing fine." And Mom's standing on the porch, going, "Come on, Kirsten, kick her butt." <laughs> Yeah, and I think everything was, like, cleared by the time I got to the door. Well, I don't know. You know, when you're in the moment, you don't know how long something takes. Yeah. Um, But I know that I had let her up the first time. We went at it again. um, And I got her down on the ground again. And she was, like, begging me to, okay, okay, you win. Let me up. So I stood up. And you could hear the sirens. Everybody knew the police was coming. So everybody peeled out. But I was not going to walk away first. I was not going to have somebody say I ran away after I let her up. So I stood up and I stood there while she got into the car and they drove away. Then I ran across the street, jumped the the fence, ran in the house. And and by the time the the paddy wagon came, because it was like a a bus. Oh, seriously? Um, Everybody everybody was gone. We were watching out the front window of them driving around looking for kids. Oh, I, yeah, have the worst memory because I don't remember that. Well, I remember it because it was me. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yep. That's funny. So, with the three older siblings that I had beating up on me and, you know, Aaron and Neil and I would wrestle around and play fight and stuff like that and do those uh, wrestling competitions on the trampoline. I didn't know that I knew how to defend myself until that fight. And then it was just so easy. I'm like, uh, what is going on here? But (laughs) a little too easy. Right. Oh, Um, interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I I remember very little because I was just a little sister off and who knows where land in my own place. (laughs) I don't know why. But for some reason, we just felt maybe you couldn't be trusted with secrets. And did you right. know about Aaron? Well, you know, uh, I don't know. You were kind you of a decided. temperamental moody thing. Moody? Yeah. Was I? Yeah. I don't remember being moody. Okay. Have you not met yourself? Because let me introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> you know like how you were that uh ornery thing that threw the dart at katie's ear Uh, no i just i I don't take being bossed around very well yeah but do you know how much crap i knew and never said anything and you guys didn't even know i don't know yeah did you know about aaron shooting the windshield out of the truck when I found out, I still never said anything. When did you find out? Before mom did. Well, was it before or after he got the windshield? It was after. Oh. No, was he... Maybe it was before, because I think I remember looking out the window, like trying to see, but not saying anything, not making it obvious. Huh. I do remember looking out the window that night. Well, he actually, so... When that happened, he, he would, like, leave early before that. Yeah. And then um, he would come home after dark and park under that Chinese elm tree. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he did that until he got his paycheck and then went to Reno, got a new windshield. Yeah. Yeah. But we, so- we didn't say anything. And even as adults, I mean, it wasn't until we were, like, all grown up that something was said. And it was so funny because Aaron's like, uh, I was driving down the road with dad in the truck and he's like, geez, this windshield looks really good. And Aaron's like, uh, really? I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know if it was how soon after he shot it out, but I do remember looking out trying to see if I could tell that the window was broken. Or so somebody out. must have said something for you to be looking for it. Yeah. So either I overheard hmm. something or whatever, but shoot, even to this day, I don't tell mom anything that I knew when I was younger. Because are you kidding me? 
Well, that's the funny thing is telling them when we're older, because what can they do, really? I mean, did you oh, know? I know. Um, I know, but still to this day, it's like ingrained in me. I'm like, nope, I'm not saying thing. See, I, know and I, 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 you know, having my kids, remembering what we were like as kids, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be really any better. It's going to be the same, if not worse. And so <clears throat> I always looked at us as siblings as each of us has dirt on the other person yeah and there's levels of dirt that you've got mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a poker game so <laughs> you know <laughs> you're having an off moment with this sibling and maybe they really pissed you off well which card are you gonna draw on them because you know Oh, yeah. They have something equally as bad, and they're going to throw a hand down too. So, the higher of a card that you throw down, the higher of a card they're going to throw down. So, really, this whole getting them in trouble with mom and dad thing was like a Russian roulette poker game. Oh, yeah. And you knew it was going to backlash on you because you got them in trouble and they were going to turn around with some dirt on you. So, you're like, how angry am I? Am I at them? And how much am I willing to be in just as much trouble just to see that they're in trouble is really what it came down to. But I don't recall. And now quite obviously I don't remember a whole lot, but I don't recall tabling on you guys. You are saying that I'm moody. So when did my moodiness come out? I think you were born with it. Well, no, I'm talking about like, I was being why sarcastic. You guys, why you thought, well, no, I was born with it. Don't you remember my, well, what was it, third birthday when you blew my candles out for me, singed your hair? No. No? No. What? Oh, I remember mm-hmm. that one. I was just in a bad mood. And we were in Round Mountain, so you know I was young. Mm-hmm. And birthday time and cake gets brought out. And I don't know why I was angry. I just know I was not in a good mood. And you're wanting to know when we thought you were moody? You don't even know why you were in a bad mood. (laughs) I was like three or four. Come on. This is how you were. (laughs) But everyone wanted me to blow the candles out and I didn't want to. And so you reached over and blew them out and singed your hair on my candles. But there is a picture of me in front of my cake. I think I was in my nightgown. I have it pulled over my knees, my knees up to my chest. And I'm just angry. Hmm. Hmm. So we were your youngest kids hit then. But when did I take it out on you guys? What are you talking about, Summer? We were siblings. We all lived in the same house. But I do have to say that we did know that you knew some stuff and, and you saved our butts a couple of times. Like, remember that uh, second house in Lovelock when Neil and I were messing around with that guy's tools? over by the irrigation ditch and he saw us and he was chasing us and we ran back to the house and we like crawled up under that flatbed trailer and he came to the house because it was like his and his ex-wife's house and they were renting it okay and you were outside on like your bike or something and you saw him and you saw us go under there and we were like like spider-man <laughs> with our arms and legs underneath and we were like holding ourselves up against the the wood that was the deck of the trailer mm-hmm. and he must have seen something because he looked under there for us it didn't see us by some miracle and your spidey skills <laughs> and i think he turned to you and asked you where we were and you're like i don't know you tell your brother and sister to stay out of my crap <laughs> man it seems all we did was get in trouble now that you start talking about it. Is right. <laughs> and how many times did I go running to mom and dad? I I honestly, I don't know. Well, you would think that's something you would remember if I got you in trouble. Well, I I honestly don't remember. And see, that's I, something I, I tell people I, I know. To this I think day, every time like, I hit you, you ran to mom and dad. Say again? I said, I think every time I hit you, you ran to mom and dad. Well, you wonder why, huh? Huh. I didn't say I wonder why. But I wasn't tattling on you on like. What? 
other things. Oh, well, I was going like, to say, what do you call it? Like the big things. Uh, to this day, I tell people, I didn't see anything. I don't know anything. I didn't hear anything. I'm the youngest of five. <laughs> I learned at a young age. <laughs> do you want to know? Do you want to know what my response is to everything in life? If something happens, it doesn't matter if I'm at work as an employee or if I'm walking down the street or a guest somewhere or whatever. If something happens, like something falls, somebody drops something, somebody's like, hey, what? I'm like, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. And they're like, the sure sign of guilt is somebody who says that. I'm like, no, that's a sure sign that they grew up with siblings. I need to profess your innocence immediately. (laughs) And then they say, it never was me. I never did do it. Even when I did do it, it wasn't my fault. (laughs) Well, you know, the bad thing is, is I've caught myself as an adult for no reason other than it must be like PTSD self-defense. I guess I'd be lying about stupid things that don't even need to be lied about. Oh, yeah. I mean, stupid things like, um, well, it wasn't really a lie, but I didn't give the full truth either. Which is almost a lie, but it's not. Yeah. I just thought it was in my head too, Summer. It was was stupid though, because even after I did it, I'm like, why? Okay, I was working in Vegas, and this freak girl that I worked with accused me of wearing different makeup. And no, I was wearing the same colors, I just wore it a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe more of one color than another or whatever. And she accused me, I'm like, no, I'm wearing the exact same makeup. And she's like, I can tell you're wearing different makeup. And I'm like, okay, stupid conversation to start with. Really stupid conversation. Who cares what makeup anyone's wearing? But it truly was the same, like, three colors just put on a different way. But for whatever reason, I was not going to budge and say, I just applied it differently. Uh, Why? Then, like, I'm sorry, when did you become my keeper? And I needed to ask your permission for anything in my life? Right, but it was, like, PTSD from childhood. Like, I had to, like, (laughs) bully up and, like, no, I'm not giving in. Right. No, you know, um, you know, mom, um, she's like, what, five, two, five, three. I think she's shrunk. Well, I mean, I don't know how tall she was at her tallest, but obviously she shrunk. I think I have to get down on my knees now to give her a hug. Yeah. But <laughs> definitely she's going to smack you in the next year, kid. <clears throat> what? I said, she's going to smack you into next year. Uh, whatever. She's used to me calling her short. And it would be different <laughs> if it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I definitely have to bend at the waist to give her a hug. Because, yeah, she's gotten shorter. But, you know, here she is. She's like this 5'2 woman. She's like, what, 76? Something like that. Something, something like that. Um, She's got her gimpy knees. I mean, she she's got knees, but... They still don't work fantastic. And, you know, I is. know I can, I can outrun that woman with a walk. But, <laughs> but I, she has instilled a fear in me that will never go away. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how old she is. I don't care how short she is. I don't care that I can move faster than her. That whole thing when we're growing up and she's like, um, what was it? It was like. Don't you run from me because I know where you live and you have to come back. <laughs> and it was it was always worse if you didn't just let her get it over with in the beginning. <laughs> you know, if you oh. tried to run. Oh, I remember her chasing you down the hallway. That was the only time I've ever seen her run. Chasing me? Yeah. Was I being super angelic? Yes. So angelic. You were dropping the F-bomb and she lost it. You ran to your room and she ran after you. Hey, it's you. Summer, Kirsten. I did. Yay. Don't tell Tiff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) everyone, this is Aaron, our brother. (laughs) <laughs> so appropriate, Aaron. My 
difference. <laughs> you started. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. Um, we we're testing this out. We just decided that maybe uh, we would try, re- you know, recording and <clears throat> seeing how it goes. And we're going to see if we can edit it and everything. So this may be on the air and it may not be. And <clears throat> we can always cut stuff out. But we were just reminiscing about... <laughs> <laughs> the fear of mom. He's already laughing. He doesn't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> reminiscing. That's all is needed. Yeah, we're reminiscing about life yes. growing up together. We were just talking about uh, me saying that uh, even though mom's like five foot two and seventy eight or uh, seventy oh. what seventy six pa- uh, wait seventy uh, six in May. In yeah. May. So 76 years old, and even though she's got knees, she can't move around fantastically. And how at this, I don't care how old she gets or short, I'm still like terrified of that woman. <laughs> yeah. Like she's so scared of her that I honestly, Summer, yeah. I, I honestly like catch myself trying to lie to her and then having to remind myself that I'm a grown ass woman. Right. You know. <laughs> I was middle-aged almost 10 years ago, got five kids. I'm a grandma. I mean, why am I lying to my mother or wanting to? Right. I'm like so scared of her. That I don't really want to tell her I've been naughty. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she worked hard to cultivate that. I think throughout her, our youth. Oh, definitely. Uh, no, there's things that. I'm still like, Nope, I have nothing to say about that time period. Nope. No comment. And and honestly, yeah. I don't remember saying the F-bomb and her chasing me through the house. I do remember the time I said the F-bomb in front of her and she slapped me. And she went to slap me again. I caught her wrist and she went to slap me with the other hand. I caught that wrist Ooh. and I said, don't ever hit me again. And uh, that was due to the other brother and him being just a asshole at the time. But uh, yeah. Well, the time that she chased you down the hallway, I think, was um, when you decided to redecorate your doors. Were you poking holes in the doors? Yeah. Okay. Now, after that time, she took my friend home. And when she came back, I was in my room sitting on the floor doing my homework. But in between the time that she left and she came back, I had maybe put a hole in my closet door. And she came in and was trying to talk to me and I wouldn't talk to her. And she turned around and saw the hole and I was magically lifted off of the floor by my hair and my head jerked around. Look at what you did. And I'm like, I know what I did. <laughs> yeah. Those were I, some fun times. I, I never got that from mom. <clears throat> uh, I did one time. She was, she was uh, expressing her de- pleasure about the girl I was dating at the time and uh, she said something as I was walking out the door and and I just shut up mom and the next thing I know I was picking myself up off the floor I'm looking up and dad is standing over me I remember that one I thought you called her a bitch no no all I said was just shut up mom and uh, dad came in. He was watching TV in the other room. I didn't think he could even hear me because I didn't yell it. I, I just kind of half mumbled it. And next thing I know, he's standing over me. Don't you ever talk about your talk to your mom like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know. <laughs> right. So about right. You know, I I spent. Um, more years living around mom and dad than you guys did, you know, trying to figure out how to be an adult. And dad and I would talk about that situation every once in a while. And he's like, I was sitting in the family room. I was watching TV and I could hear your mother and your brother talking about something. And it was getting more heated. And then he said something. I thought you called her a bitch. Apparently you didn't, but he said, you never saw it coming and he was standing over the top of you and you were looking at to up to him and he said something about 
do you want to say something else or do you, do you want to try again? And you're like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is 31 years ago this year. Oh goodness. You know, the number of years. Uh, It was, it was 1991. Aaron has a good memory. He doesn't well, have dementia like we do. It, it, it's it's all in relation. I was I know who I was dating at the time, and uh, I dating her, and uh, and this was right before I had <clears throat> enlisted in the Marine Corps. So, yeah. so what you're saying is, is you have a child somewhere that's that age, and that's what how you know how long it. <laughs> no, <laughs> that that's the funny thing. I I never messed around with her. Well, that's a good thing then. Right? You tease. Yeah, I, uh, matter of fact, uh, <laughs> that particular girl, when I got out of boot camp, I came home and promptly broke up with her. And her mom was so mad at me. I just didn't have the heart to tell her why I was breaking up with her daughter. And, it's because uh, you were gay. Huh? It was because you were gay and having all those oh. pooping competitions with your fellow <laughs> Marines. Oh, only a little bit. Only a little bit. No, <laughs> no. While I was in boot camp, uh, she'd uh, gotten with two of my friends. Ugh. And then uh, on, the, on the side, she was passing notes around class that Neil picked up. And uh, sent me a copy of. Really? And I'm like, oh, well, uh, yeah, she, she'd been uh, uh, less than faithful with uh, numerous, numerous guys. Go figure. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess since I wasn't giving her any. And uh, yeah. Being away with kind of kind of glad I didn't, you know, like really glad I didn't. Yeah. All right. Oh. Fun times. <laughs> we were talking about the stupid things we were uh, doing as kids and how summer uh, pierced Katrina's ear in advancement of the body piercings that came along later. Yeah. Do you remember that one, Erin? Oh, with the, with the, the dart. Yeah. Yeah. I was so kind. Do you remember when we were swinging on that front gate to their property there in Vegas? And uh, I don't know, it stopped suddenly or something. And she whacked her head into the rebar or whatever it was on the gate and split it open. Is is that when her dad went out with the suture kit and stitched her head okay. up? I will tell you, he didn't go out anywhere. We ran from the front gate. She walked. Uncle Lou, Uncle Lou, Katie's head's bleeding. And he pulls out his medic kit, I guess, from when he was. Yeah, in the yeah. Navy. He, so he, he was a corpsman, a uh, hospital corpsman in the Navy oh. uh, yeah. in, in the early 60s. So, yeah, he, so see, like, yeah. my memory, I don't know what was real, what I made up. So he pulls this like medical kit from the Navy out from underneath his bed and they're upstairs in his bedroom and he sits on top of her, I think pinning her arms with his knees, how we used to do (laughs) (laughs) and proceeded to sew her forehead up right there in his bedroom on the floor. No kind of like anesthesia and put stitches in right there. That's awesome. And and I can tell you from experience, giving yourself stitches or, or getting stitches with no with no anesthesia is uh, it's not pleasant. Oh. It freaking hurts. Well, look at the money he saved. Right. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. I'm just saying on the receiving <laughs> end it kind of sucks. Well yeah. Oh yeah. Love it. I I would have tolerated that. One time I, I cut my finger, the, the one part of my finger off, cutting the cheese. And uh, 
take that how you will. And I was like, uh, my boyfriend's time. I'm like, uh, do you have any dental floss and needle? You can sew that up. And he's like, I'm taking you to the hospital. $70 a stitch. Oh, 70. And they had like five of them. And oh. the next day, one of them fell out. I went to the clinic billing area and I showed him my finger. I'm like, I am not paying for that stitch. It fell out in one day. Yeah. I, I would have I had him sew me up with some dental floss. and. Yeah, yeah well, you got to learn the the virtues of super glue well i, <laughs> I already knew the virtues of super glue but you know didn't have any and so it was a pretty good cut right? yeah i was i was at work one night uh there in that casino in reno and and uh, uh it was a uh, christmas christmas day and i had a leatherman and those Leathermans, when they're fresh out of the box, those things are, are sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, sharp, sharp enough to shave with. And, I, and I'd opened it up uh, with one hand, and I ended up dropping it, kind of fumbled it. And not even thinking about it, I reached out and, and grabbed it, and it slipped right through my fingers. And it cut my, uh, my ring finger uh, <laughs> down to the bone. Oh. Uh, so... Just clenched my hand and shut real quick, and I'm thinking, "Oh crap!" So I uh, I call up my uh, assistant supervisor. I was the shift supervisor at the time, and I call up the assistant supervisor because in a previous life he was a, a vet tech, and I asked him to uh, grab a suture kit and, and stitch up my hand, and he he was going the wrong way. So he is pushing the flap of skin uh, further open. Mm. And uh, it shouldn't really have mattered, but the way he it just wasn't, wasn't really good. And uh, I, I forget it. You know, he, he gave up pretty quick because he wasn't getting anywhere. So I went next door to the liquor store and bought a tube of super glue and, and uh, some tape. I think I had some tape yeah. in the car, some electrical tape. And I, I super glued and taped my hand, and it worked well. No, right. no loss, no loss of feeling. Uh, you know, it's a very attractive scar. Yes, thinking I've seen that scar. Yeah, it seems familiar. Which one? <laughs> Which? One? It's the one on my ring finger. Well, here, here's the reason I'm saying that. Uh, love lock first house you mom would let us go to the park but you had to be there with us and we were all playing and you decide to like fall back on the merry-go-round thing split your head open that was 14 stitches yeah and i didn't panic dang it no you're like guys we gotta go home we're like no we want to stay no really we gotta go and (laughs) so we see the blood and we're like trying to walk the i don't know what two three blocks back to the house and we start running. Mom, mom, you're, you're falling out. Oh man, yeah. Why didn't you? You don't have any money, mom. Why didn't I go to the hospital? What do you mean? I don't even know. Honestly, I was so young. I don't. I don't know where the hospital was in relation to our house. I do. I, you know, I was ten years old then. Uh, that was. Yeah, but you were only I didn't 10? know any better. Yeah, I was gonna say. You're only three years older than me? No. How yeah. old are you? Me? I'm, I'll be 49 this year. And I'll be 45. Huh. Because we were 10 when we left Love Lock. I, I was 10 when we left Love Lock. Were you? Yeah, I just turned 10. Oh, I guess I was eight. Okay. Yeah, so... I don't know anybody's age. I have to think about how old I am currently to figure and what time of the year it is to figure out how old summer is. And I'm just sitting here thinking, how old am I? Yeah. (laughs) Tell me. First, you have to figure out how old you are. But remember in uh, Fernley when we were playing war or whatever and it was like dusk? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ran around the corner. You stuck me in the chin with that uh, that rifle. That toy gun. Yeah, it was a rifle, but it was like had a metal had a, barrel on it, yeah, like a like a piece of conduit for for a barrel, and yeah, 
That one was uh, that one was seven stitches. <laughs> uh, and then didn't you conk your head and split it open with a post pounder? Neil did. Yeah, it must have been Neil. Okay, well, I know I've conked myself on the head with a post pounder. Oh, I have um, too. I just didn't open. See, I didn't either. Yeah, but Neil, I Neil a, got himself good. Oh, yeah. I have a scar. Like, it didn't split the skin. And uh, I went bald in that spot for a while. There was enough trauma to the scalp that I had a bald spot there. Nice. Yeah. That scar on the back of my head still stands out nice and proud. You know, it's a... The one where you, can... your brains are falling out from the merry-go-round? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do you ever think, poor mom, like, we, we would freak out and be like, his brains are falling out, mom! <laughs> and, and she was working night shift at, at the <sighs> hospital. Yeah. Well, so, do you remember see, when they decided to let Tara practice driving after we went camping? Oh, oh yeah, friend. yeah that that was uh, that was terrifying and. and... I, I don't. So, yeah, I, I still don't let Sierra drive with the two little girls in there. So, show of hands, <laughs> who is that? Still, one of the most traumatizing experiences of their childhood. Yes, Tara. <laughs> For me, yeah, yes. it was it was it was pretty horrifying. Yeah. Well, didn't she end up in a ditch? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't quite a ditch. It was just she uh, she went off road uh, okay. for a little bit. Maybe. Oh, it couldn't have been more than more than a hundred feet. Okay. So she was o over the sagebrush and and yeah, there wasn't really a ditch out there to go into. Well, so, you know, when you're little, it seemed like it was three feet oh. deep. Everything's exaggerated in a child's mind. So, oh, for the listeners, we were... oh, go ahead. A, a family of five kids, and we lived in small towns. And back in the olden days, when dinosaurs roamed the earth, you know, they had things called a manual car or a stick shift, okay? Right. And they had, <laughs> I know you guys don't know what that is now. Yep. Uh -huh. And don't worry, you'll never be able to figure it out. But, we had a full-size van because we had a family of seven. Well, I don't think and they existed back then. They didn't. Yeah, kind they of. Didn't. But... Not quite. Kind but... of did. Not. They weren't popular, and they were small and very uncomfortable. Right, but it was a it was a full-size van, and you know, roomy for for as big of families we were. And mom had taken us out of town. I remember we had camped there one time. It was at by kind of Relief Canyon dirt roads no there wasn't a ditch however there was like a berm from them like creating a road yeah when the they plowed the road right when they graded it and my mom decided i don't know did we have a picnic i don't remember exactly what we were all doing out there but she had all five kids so all of her possibility of genetic continuance into the future <laughs> <laughs> possible grandkids like she didn't think this through completely <laughs> all that was on the line when she decided to teach our oldest sister to drive <laughs> remember kids this is called a standard or a manual vehicle <laughs> so you have three pedals there's a clutch over on the left there is a brake in the middle and there's the acceleration pedal on the right and then you have this that you have to move into different positions. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we had done out there, we were all in the vehicle, on the van, and we were going to go home, but Tara was going to drive us until we got to the paved road. And my mom's sitting there, she's instructing her, and when you do a, a manual vehicle, you have to like ease the clutch up and the gas pedal down at the same time. And there's a catching point. And she popped that clutch. And if you have ever had a pop clutch, and she gunned it. She just pops the clutch. She gunned it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, quite honestly, 
I don't remember much. I remember <laughs> the terror and the screaming of four kids and a mother. Our lives flashing before our eyes. Yes. Short life. Very short. Very short lives and all of my mother's possibility of genetic continuance into this world at risk. I don't think we were wearing seatbelts because, you know, we didn't want to. And it wasn't a law back then. Yeah. But she hit that, that like, berm. Oh, we bounced. And, yeah, we almost rolled oh. over, it seemed like. <clears throat> we launched. <laughs> we launched into space. May have made world record had anybody actually been, like, measuring it. And of poor Tara, we, we, we kind of did overreact a bit. I mean... We didn't no, we roll didn't. the van. We we ended up on all four wheels. You know, it wasn't stuck. It was it was off the road about a hundred feet. But the way we were acting, you'd think that we were all dying or something. You know. And yet, mom never tried to teach any of us else how to drive. That was it. For one time, <laughs> over and done. Yeah, <laughs> because it wasn't traumatizing and terrifying to her as it was to the rest of us. I don't think any of us overreacted. We almost died. <laughs> the whole family, except for dad, he would have been left all alone. And, you know, it happens. But my dad, you know, dad, our dad, found some wisdom in that situation. Take out the good that you've learned. He never put all of his genetic <laughs> possibilities in one vehicle at a time when he was teaching us to drive ever again. Maybe two of us, three of us, but two not of all us. five of us. Do you remember which house we were living in when that happened? Mm -mm. I think it was the first one. Was it? I don't know for sure. Because that would have put Tara, you know, you got, and this, this is all fairness to Tara. She was, uh, 11 or 12 at that point you think no so older no older than 13 okay well then she was the second house then okay that would have put her at that uh, 13 fort yeah still i i honestly and, and i don't know the time of the year no i was just going off of your age yeah so i i, I have to i have to know where where we were living at the time to, to be able to do it. You know, I couldn't tell you the age unless I know the, the well, house we were living was, in at the time. It was that experience why I would, and to this day still don't allow Sierra to drive with her sisters in the car. Oh yeah. Because all she has to do is one thing and the girls freak out. And then guess what? It's traumatizing. She, oh, and, and then I'm sure that, that it doesn't help Sierra. You know, she probably freaks out as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nerve-wracking experience enough. But you know, my kids, I will all get in the car and they can drive an automatic all day long. Hank and Bobby have been driving a shift shift. They're the old ones that you can put in a grand gear and just pop the clutch and there you go. You just around, and so they didn't have to reach the pedals. And they would be pulling a big long flatbed trailer full of hay while we fed. Yeah, but you guys are lucky that you live in the sticks. I live in major chaos city so you can't find sticks to take your kid to like try to kill themselves on um yeah no i, I didn't have a vehicle i was willing to donate to the salvage yard <laughs> so that 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 situation with tara reminds me of teaching my own kid, right and mm -hmm. uh for a while there we were living in stead and uh one of, I think it was Krista's friends. No, no, it was Sierra's friend. Uh, her mother uh, was Palestinian. Uh, when she would drive on the on the, highway, she was doing fifteen miles an hour. It oh. was dangerous to drive with this woman. Real sweet gal, but just yeah. holy cow! And I, I surely didn't want. Uh, this young woman to learn to drive from her mom. So I was, <laughs> I, I agreed to, to help teach her. And this was, this was in uh, a minivan. Uh, this particular time we were, we were going to run to Smith's for some groceries. And, and I was going to let her uh, 
drive. And uh, I said, okay, I just want you to understand that when I tell you to do something, I want you to do it and don't ask questions, just do it. All right. So I said, okay, we're driving now. We're going to make a right turn here. Go ahead and start slowing down. Slow down, slow down, slow down. And she just didn't even touch the brake, right? And I said, right there, that's, that's where we wanted to turn. We, we were, when I said it, we were right where we wanted to start turning. So she just cranks the wheel hard <laughs> over to the right. And we're doing like 35, 40 miles an hour, right? And I, I, as fast as I could, I grabbed that steering wheel and I put us back on the road. We almost, we almost ended up into a fence, uh, uh, you know, those concrete wall fences, uh, cast concrete walls. And, uh, and luckily this was, this was probably nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock at night. Uh, oh, it just looked like drunk driving. That's all. <laughs> right. Right. So I didn't, I didn't have to say a word. She hopped right out of the driver's seat, got into the back with, the, with Sierra. And then I, I slid over into the driver's seat and, and we, we went, but, uh, <laughs> Oh, that, that was to me scarier than than uh, the terror experience yeah really oh yeah well, yeah you were heading into a concrete wall okay i get that <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know i've like been teaching my kids to drive their whole lives so like i i don't know when they get to about the age of 10 or so i start talking to them the whole time and maybe even like before I don't know but I'm like okay so when you're driving you don't want to look straight in front of you you want to look ahead of you like not like right in front of the car or you'll weave all over I said you want to look ahead and and then I'll like explain the lines and I'll quiz them over time I'll like so what does this lineage mean on the road and they can tell me um what does that line mean what does that line mean you know what does this sign mean and um and I, I show them, you know, like, so you have to ease. It. And like I said, geez, just to find a standard vehicle anymore. Um, my kids have been driving automatics and that's so easy. Anybody without a brain can do it. But I taught Paul and Kirsten how to drive on that, that Bronco because it's a standard and just talked them through it and now ease up and like push the gas. Okay, now start it again and do it again and. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really had any problems. So you know what's scary for me is hmm. it has been, oh, how many years since I've had a standard? Um, well, probably only like seven or eight because I, I think I got rid of my Beetle when we moved to Salt Lake. But just the other day I was driving my car and out of nowhere, I decided I needed to find the clutch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst. It was the worst when you're bouncing back and forth between a transmission and an automatic transmission. And, oh, and I haven't even been bouncing back and forth. It has literally been like eight years. Yeah. And I'm still like, oh, yeah, I'm driving a standard. Where's my clutch? Oh, no, 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 no clutch. No clutch. Don't push it. Don't push it. <laughs> well, what is my problem? Uh, flashback of how life used to be before they really had automatics. Yes. I mean, they had them, but honestly, most vehicles were standards. So yeah, I don't know if you remember this. We were we were on a road trip. I want to say that we were uh, coming back from Pinedale, and it it could have been. I, I could be wrong in that, but that's that's my my recollection. We were driving down the the freeway. We may have been on I eighty, and. Uh, Tara was was driving that big old Dodge full size conversion van, right? Mm -hmm. Standard transmission, and it it didn't come stock with a cruise control, and the cruise controls were quite a bit different back then. Anyway, uh, she needed to downshift. She she's had the cruise control set, and she needed to downshift. So she punches the clutch, which the throttle's set, right? It's not set at a speed, it's set at an RPM. Right. 
and when she punched it, it's it's like push the clutch all the way in and, and don't take off the the gas, and uh, just raced up to. Oh. <clears throat> I guess it's not really RPM. What is it? It's it's that cruise control is set based on on your throttle body. You know, I'm not a mechanic, but it, yeah, it was just kind of lock in the the position of your pedal basically yeah yeah i remember dad putting that cruise control in the van yeah but yeah is that how we broke down in elko that one time no that was the clutch which she made a fried during that i don't know it, it, <laughs> it, it wasn't the same trip i'm not familiar. i don't remember that breaking oh. down in elko really not have been there Ooh. We That's were going a through a drive-through, and the clutch went out. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. We went through. That's the first time I ever remember eating Burger King, and it was so gross. I just went hungry that night. I couldn't. I couldn't eat it. Huh. Oh. I mean, it's fast food in general, but yeah. No, Burger King. Bur I mean, everybody has their own. Mom thinks McDonald's is disgusting. I I can't eat Burger King's burgers. I can maybe eat their chicken sandwiches, but. Oh. To this day, they're just, I don't know, they're just gross. Yeah. But I don't know. It's all just food. I mean, it's not good food. It's just, it'll make, it'll do what it's supposed to. Yeah. It'll yeah, make it a turd. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a dadism. <laughs> no, that was a grandpa thing, wasn't it? I, I always remember dad saying it. Oh, yeah. It'll make a turd. Craig thought that was so funny. I had mac and cheese one night this last summer, and he was having steaks or something. He's like, so how was your mac and cheese? I said, yeah, it'll make a turd. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Connor's still classy trying to get used to us. <laughs> I don't know if Connor's really prepared to be part of our family, but... I, I think I made the comment that I was going to go booger off. And he just kind of sat there and looked at me. <laughs> and Sierra's like, "Don't, don't mind her. She's that's just her. She, she's gonna leave now." <laughs> what does he mean? <laughs> well, he's a very smart guy. So, um, to the extent where I don't, I don't think he's heard a lot of the slang. I don't think the world has heard a lot of the slang our family uses. But, but it, it did throw him off. Well enough to put it together. And understand what it means without somebody well, drawing them a picture? Well, you have to take into consideration the shock value. Like, that can make someone stop for a, a second. What? But Sierra, being the ever-loving, devoted fiancé, quickly informed him. I'm sure he would have put it together, but right, there is yeah. that shock factor. I went through the line before I started working yesterday. got some stuff, and she said something, and I said, yep, I'm off like a turd of hurdles. She goes, a herd of turtles? I said, a turd of hurdles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those, oh. Or my girls being little... part little stinkers. <laughs> the girls did what to who? No, my girls are part little stinkers. I'm assuming that's from their father's side. No, that's from Aaron. Little stinkers. Is that smart me? Little stinkers. You used to say that instead of huh. smart little, what smart little thinkers? I don't know. I, was, I thought it was fart little smellers, but uh, I don't know. As, as opposed to fart smart little fellers. There we go. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but you know my memory and my hearing. Yep. So right. Yeah. I might be the youngest of the family, but I think I'm aging the fastest. She needs a whisper 2000, Aaron. <laughs> a whisper 2000. Craig was like, what's that? And I'm all like, yeah, I forgot. You're like 25. You wouldn't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you are a cougar. What the heck? <laughs> well, okay. So I like to tease him about being younger than me. He's like four and a half years younger than me. He was oh, born okay. in 18. 81. Yeah, he's a baby. I'm older. <laughs> so. Make me feel like a cradle robber. <laughs> really? 
I'm, I'm digging this cougar thing. He's younger than you, you know that, Summer? I know, but only by like, what, eight months, six yeah. or seven months? It, it's okay. Yeah, seven and a half. But Craig's younger than Summer, too. Well, yeah, but the age difference is is, is uh, substantially less. Well, I don't think you're a cougar. I just think that's a natural thing for old men to want wives that will be able to like, wipe their butts when we're old and feeble. Why found me out. Yeah, found me <laughs> out. Talking about that, um, how old is Mia going to be when you die? Oh, will she be twelve yet? I don't know. Depends on how, uh, when I decide to die. Well, like I'm dying at seventy, and that'll give me what? Wait, Bobby. Oh, it'll be twenty years after my last one turns eighteen to enjoy whatever life without kids, and okay. maybe being a grandma more than just I am now once. Yeah. How old is she now? Is she like five? Mia, yeah, she's five. She'll well, be six this year. And you're fifty. I'll be forty-nine this year. Okay. Jeez, dang! So yeah. So I thought I was done. Right. Tiffany, well, Tiffany convinced me otherwise. Well, you know. You know, teach their own. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, but you know, Mia gave my girls a cousin close in age. What are you talking about? Bobby's well, plenty close. Bobby is two years older than Savannah, and Mia is two years younger than Rebecca. So, what you're saying is you can't add because that sounds like close on both sides. The same, as a matter of fact. It two is. But you're never around. Yeah, well, you know, I can't help it that I'm the coolest aunt ever. Well, you know, let me get up by Aaron, and then I'll be closer to you. That's right. A three-hour drive is nothing. That's right. So, you know, you're talking about the whole driving bit. I seriously need both of you to go to Disneyland with me mm -hmm. and my family. Mm -hmm. You guys have mm -hmm. to be in this... Star Wars ride with my girls driving. Now, there's this little secret about me oh, I that, hate I, it too. that I openly hate people. I hate <laughs> large groups of people. I do too. And, and it's not everybody. It's large groups of people that are assholes. And that seems to be what you find in these amusement parks and cities and stuff. And I'm a very pleasant, well-behaved person until I'm not. Yeah. I, just I don't like Disneyland. I, I personally don't love it. Do not ever want to go to Disneyland. I'll, I'll just put that out there. Well, I'm just going to put this out here, though. The Millennium Falcon. My daughters were the pilots. And there was a couple sitting behind Jason and me. So it's just like, you know, two people, two people, two people. We each have our own things to do. But Rebecca freaked out because we're flying, you know, quote unquote flying. So she wasn't steering. She has both hands gripped to the seat, freaked out. Savannah is doing all she can. But like, I think Rebecca did up and down and Savannah was going side to side. So Savannah's doing her best not to hit things the only way she could. The lady behind me was crying, laughing so hard. And all I could imagine was the two of you. I, I, I was supposed to like shoot or something. I don't know what I was supposed to do, but I was too busy laughing and watching Rebecca cling to that seat for dear life because she thought that we were going to crash or that we were really in space. Did she I not she was... that without driving, we would crash? <laughs> I, I couldn't convince her otherwise. She just held on to that seat for dear life. I thought she was a Sith apprentice. I mean, I. I... Oh, yeah. No, Darth she, Bone. She's going for Sith Lord. Uh, right, right. Well, I mean. Yeah. Currently <laughs> apprentice. <laughs> that that child, yeah. Well, do they have a home version of this game? Because I really 
don't like large groups of people. I don't either. And I'm, I'm like the evil one of the family because I'm the only one who doesn't like Disneyland. Like, it's okay for a very short amount of time, but then there's too many people. It's just too people-y out there. Well, and, and correct me like if it. I'm wrong, you're, you're spending like $150 right. a person to stand in line, you know? Unless yeah. you pay more to get one of those fast pass, fast pass things. Yeah. Right. Well, well, you know, you can get a fast pass without paying more, but then you have to be there at a certain time. Okay. You want to know what I like about Lagoon? What? You can also get those fast passes and you can bring in a cooler full of everything you want. Food, drink, whatever. I don't think you can do that at Disneyland. I've got a youngin here telling me that it's dinner time. All right. All right. Well, we should probably get off anyways. Yeah. All right, you guys. Love you. I love you guys. Bye, Mia. Hi. Hey, Mia. Mia. Aunt Summer and Aunt Kirsten, say hi. Hi. Hi, hi. Mia. All right. Love you, girl. Love you. Bye. 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 Well, that wraps up our show. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay salty. Bye.